Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, dear listeners. This is the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show once again. My name is Alon. And my name's Ara. My name's TJ. All three of us in the house still, huh? We haven't we haven't kicked still. him out yet. Wait. Oh, what? you were talking about him. About Wait. him, yes. Wait, well, why would well, you kick I haven't kicked you guys out of my house yet? Hold on. Why would you kick me out and why would Ara kick you out? Well, he wouldn't kick me out while we're doing the show, but uh, you know, you, we've talked about you having a probationary period. I'm on, yes. Have I not finished I, I that just, probation I don't think period? We have declared. What what I do I have to do? I I've washed your car like 3 times this week alone. I think not suck is the defining did he, factor. Did you really do that? Because no. because I would like to know how to get people to do that. For you me. would not let him touch your car with I was a ten say. foot squeegee. Yeah, that's true. Do they yeah. sell ten foot squeegees? You know, you could make one. Maybe that would impress him enough to let you go near it. I don't think so, though. So this week in games, and by this week we mean uh, six months ago, don't we, TJ? Yeah, actually, this uh, video is old, and this news is kind of even older because they've been kind of promoting this thing for a really, really long time. No, and but but actually, like you, the topic you want to bring, I do think is interesting. So it, I don't want to beat up. Yes, beat we haven't. Too much. Uh, you guys haven't covered it on the show, and it's just a very interesting concept. And we haven't even got to it yet. We should just leave it a mystery for a while. So Since so far, you've talked completely completely out of your ass without explaining what you're talking about. Yes, I know. I so, think you should go in for the next ten minutes without. Without explaining what it is you're talking about. Okay, let's, let's try that. Is that a challenge? That'll that'll get us on the map for excellent broadcasting. Okay. So there is this YouTube video by this company called Euclidean. They are... Euclidean. Euclidean? Okay, fine. Uh, they are a Australian-based company that is trying to develop like the next evolution <laughs> in... Scam. We'll get into that. Have we actually talked about this on the show before? Because I know we've seen it. I didn't even get to it. What are, no. I haven't even said what they're making. They're yeah. trying to make the next evolution in video game technology. Are you sure that's what they're trying to make? It's not video game technology. It's just graphics technology. Well, graphics technology. Which would be used for video games. Mainly for video games because it's about real-time stuff, not just rendering. Or I mean, maybe it, be, it won't be used for anything at all. So the, the recent YouTube video, at recent as in six months, is actually a response to a year of them going in hiding because when they first announced this technology of this super advanced graphics... Everybody said it was fake. So they went into hiding, and six months ago, they released another YouTube video, quote-unquote, proving the technology that they made. So let me get into it. Basically, there's polygons in 3D video games, and they are saying there has to be a next step. And I think, I think maybe we could argue this, but there has to be a next step after polygons. Yeah, there's but, uh, there's already been a bunch of next steps yes. since then, actually. So Isn't there like NURBS or something? Uh, NURBS there's, there's are... There's a bunch of technologies. There's voxels. Like, a lot of people are saying that what this technology is is kind of like voxels, but something different. Uh, but uh, keep, keep going, TJ. A 3D animated mu- movie would use NURBS to do some other stuff because it's higher quality. Anyway, um, so they're, they're claiming that they don't want to... They want to make the next step polygons and do almost atoms they did that, you did you hear i mean do you remember what that guy in the video said it's basically they're framing it as like the second coming of christ yes in terms of video game graphics so so everything would be built up by these little atoms which which by the way i have to say they haven't explained what it is 
I, I know. And, they haven't and, explained what it is. They're using terminology that's incredibly vague and sensationalistic. And, yes, they're, say, they're calling them atoms, but they have never been able to tell anybody what these atoms are. So, so, well, so how, the, contra- the controversy behind this thing is that, like you just said, they haven't told stuff. So do you want to break this down in two possible camps, whether this is true or false? And if this thing is true – well, well, there's the, see. Here's the funny thing about this whole thing is that there's no way that like anyone or us could even evaluate whether it's true or not because nobody knows what it is. All they've done, all this company has done, is released like three videos. This is actually like something that's gone back since like 2003. They it, it they haven't released an actual demo, an actual working technical demonstration. They haven't done any papers. They haven't done any kind of technical literature, any explanation of what it is they're actually making. Whereas at the same time, pretty much everybody else who's actually working on graphics technologies such as this or in this kind of vein is actually doing things like writing papers and making demos and not being so secretive about it. So the fact that they're so secretive about it is incredibly suspect. If if the viewers want to watch this video, uh, you can search YouTube or search Google. Um or Alta Vista, and uh, the YouTube channel is Euclidion Official, and the YouTube video is Unlimited Detail Real Time Rendering Technology. Yeah, like preview. let me. Okay, okay. Like the whole the whole way that the thing is presented just rubs me the wrong way, you guys. So even just the video itself is is poorly done in trying to prove that this technology is real or. Is that what you're saying? That it, it just the no, no. I'm not saying wrong. it's poorly done. I'm saying that it rubs me the wrong way. And the reason why it rubs me the wrong way is because not only are they incredibly vague about everything, but they're also incredibly exaggerated about everything. Like unlimited detail. Like really? I mean, like let's let's assume, for instance, that okay, this is something that uh, is good, right? Unlimited detail. Even if you could do it would take an unlimited time to amount of time to make or it would take an unlimited amount of space to actually hold it. Wouldn't that be like a fractal because a fractal would be infinite? No, that's different. That's like procedural stuff that, yes, it has infinite detail, right? But you never see anything, even if you have something with like a fractal type structure that's self-similar, because because of the nature of what it is, right, you don't actually really see anything different. I mean, there's infinite detail, but it's the same kinds of shapes, you know? And it, it's kind of like what they showed in this demo. Some of the things that they were showing in this this demo, which, you know, of course, was just a video and not a real demo, um, had a lot of really, really interesting constraints on it that they don't want to talk about. One of which is that every single thing you see in the demo is exactly oriented in the same way. There's no dynamic lights. There's no animation. And... I can, it actually like it doesn't even I, look that interesting. I can I can cover both of those. I actually cover it in the video. They said they're they're currently working on one that deals with dynamic lights. Oh, That's their next step. Of course they are. Of course they are. They're always working. And on their excuse it. multiple times is they are not a game development company. They are a technologies company. So them trying to be like super creative and interesting is not their forte. They're okay. just trying to make this tech and so this is this is like sufficient for you. Like these these like I, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna even though whether whether I do dude this do guy. Think it's real 
real or not, right now I'm going to just pretend like I'm going to believe them Dude, just th- for fun right now. It's Well, you're going to have a lot of pain because okay. this spokesperson for them give, gives like Nigerian scam artists a run for their money. Okay, so okay, – he is, he is so evasive. He is like every single thing about the way that he talks and the way he explains things, it just, Hyperbole? It just screams Don LaPree, okay? This guy is this is this is like the Tom Vo of computer graphics. Okay, so so of course you're going with that it's fake. Let's go to the, down the basic most rudimentary. I'm not level. going. I'm not going why, down that. No, no. Why? Why no, no, would they wait, make this stop, fake? Why would up. they even make Quiet. this? I'm not going. I'm not. I never said it was fake. Okay, so okay. don't put words in my mouth for one. Okay. Okay. For two. Then what are you saying? Okay, I'm saying that whatever they're representing is not honest. So you're saying that does, they, they have some type of technology, but they're, they're over-exaggerating it. They're clearly, obviously, it's some type of technology. There's some type of technology that produced that video, right? I'm saying Maybe just that, Maya, maybe only Maya, and just kidding render. Well, maybe. I don't, I don't think that they're just making up stuff for no reason, but I do think that they're being extremely loose with what they're actually doing because they it's not as I don't think it's as real I don't think oh, I don't even want to use that word I don't think it's as impressive as it actually would be if they actually got down to the specifics and I think that's why they're not being specific about anything so so you you do think it's a real technology but it's what they are describing is fantastical, and it's not to the level that they're originally. Well, presenting. let me put it. Let me put it this way, right? So, so Notch, the Minecraft guy, yes, one he of made his a ma- one of his yeah. major criticisms, which he's not the only person to levy this criticism, on the kind of model that they're describing, is that if you did such a thing, it would take up such an inordinate amount of space that it's completely impractical. It would be like terabytes of storage. Okay. Um, I so they basically explain that these things are atoms, but at the same time polygons because so like I, I don't understand that personally. Like at one moment they're like, well, it's running these atoms, but then it's converting them to polygons. No, 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 no. That's like not, it doesn't. That, that's not what they said. Okay, they have a converter to convert polygon data into their their atom the way data. That they model, and and it, it, the guy even said their spokesperson even said that. They, the, he didn't want to use the term voxel because voxel isn't sexy enough, I'm paraphrasing, in the video game world. And so now they're using this other term called atoms. And so there's a lot of people are suspecting that they're basically they're, – this new t- graphics technique is some kind of voxel rendering technique or, or some, some kind of derivation of that. And they're, they're just calling it atoms because it sounds cooler and it sounds – like it's it's more you know. I, I will admit them saying atoms like blew my mind because I'm like if that's that's grounded in reality. Like everything's made up by atoms. So them being able to say, hey, we made this technology where now the video game world is bu- uh, built by atoms. I was I personally was blown away. So I think yeah, like but you're isn't, saying, isn't that what a voxel is? Like, can you can you break down the description of a voxel? I mean, a voxel is basically it's 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 a modeling unit that has volume, right? So instead of polygons, which are like you know Flat. defined by planes. defined by points planes. in space and their yeah. planes, right? These you know voxels actually are are basically like atomic units that are defined by a volume. Yeah, and a so lot basically of- it's little cubes. 
right. kind of modern modern current games use voxels like over exaggerated with giant blocks and kind of Minecrafty. No, what? what? No, they don't. What are you Vo- talking about? Voxatron. There's a lot of so, popular ones right now that some are, some games you do are, are just so most people games don't. just so people understand like the ones that over exaggerate them. Okay, well let me stop you here. Is this something that you want to keep talking about? Because I because we're going to break now, no matter whether you want to or not. Yes. But uh, I, w- I wonder if we're going down a valuable path here. The voxel rabbit hole. I don't know, because I, 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 I fear fisticuffs. That's what I'm saying. I, I just, yeah. I, I want to at least hear your point when we come okay. back. Okay. I'm, I'm afraid to give him the opportunity to speak a point. But, but we'll see. We'll be right back. else are you going to find a master of science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives where else in the valley on campus or online can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security artificial life programming and game studies as well as technology management Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain. Lead. Manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu. And we're back. You're listening to Chatterbox, a video game radio where we argue ad nauseum about voxels and atoms <laughs> and polygons and pixels. Trees, things like that. You know, this is a sort of argument you could have Fox. if, say, you were you were at a university classroom and wanting to debate new graphics technologies. You could do that at the University of Advancing Technology, UAT.edu. Of course, is the website for that school, and you should take a look. You, do- TJ, you. Okay, I will. Um, do they have a? graphics debating class like specifically where you're just in a lecture hall and you debate like 2d graphics 3d graphics and then break it down listen i don't know if they had it while i was there but i'm going to say absolutely i'm going with vector yes they have that class now absolutely um so again i'm going to play devil's advocate and i'm going to say that this thing's real um and the reason why they it's real it's totally real dude they (laughs) so okay the reason why they can't talk about it and have to be vague is they're still trying to – they're still working on it. And, dude, they want to own all the patents and all the technology and all the IP behind this thing. And so that's why they have to be vague because if not, people would go ahead and just steal their ideas as they're working on it. And I bet the team's probably probably really small and like three people and are trying to do this – with as few resources as possible so they can make a shitload of money when they make the next evolution 
and video game graphics or just graphics in general. Okay. So let me tell you what I think regarding the whether or not it's real thing. Um, of the three <clears throat> minutes you watched of the video. I wouldn't have to watch the video at all because I'm going to base it on, on completely different factors. Uh, a lot of people in the world come up with an idea that is potentially a good idea and has a, there are usually a number of reasons why it will never work in the real world, but they have some sort of new thing. Like a 10-foot squeegee. Like a 10-foot squeegee. Some product, some idea, whatever it is, right? And they jump the gun. They want some attention. Maybe they want to get funding. Maybe they just want yeah. to see what people think. Which they, actually, by the way, they did get awarded like $2 million like by the Australian government, which was like some kind of record. Really? Yes. Well, then I assume they put it in a room with someone more than just showing them a video. Of course. Huh. Who knows? Maybe those guys like to just give away money. Maybe they don't understand technology. My bet is that it is... Something about it is real, like you said, Ara. Like there's probably some there's technology there, right? But with absolute certainty, they are exaggerating the importance of it in their video. Um, are they Steve Jobsing uh, up? Sure, at at very least, right? At most, they're blowing it so out of proportion that it's not usable in a real life gaming scenario at all. But who knows? I mean, the video they were showing certainly showed things moving around quickly enough. But at the same time, like you said, like it didn't have any of the things that make a game, a game. look good now. Like yeah. The lighting and the animation and all that stuff. Um, but most definitely they're exaggerating. Most likely it is real to an extent. But on top of that, we're, we know voxels exist. And if they themselves said that it's, it's pretty much the same technology. Yeah, but then later on idea. they said, that no, it's not voxels. Yeah. It's something completely new. Yeah, atoms. Well, okay, so maybe it is like voxels. It's the next step of voxels. Like it's it's using a different algorithm to do some well, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the question is how did, how did they that. be able to take that same idea but make it you know it's, according to them infinitely scalable, right? Where you can have as many as you want without, I assume anyway, without taxing your machine to the point that it doesn't work anymore. That's that's the question, right? And it's, you know, um, Carmack made very similar claims when he talked about the Rage Engine, how you can have this thing of, like, infinite size, um, the the map for the, the land or whatever. The, um, and you the can Game just, Rage or the Rage Engine, which the is... Rage Engine. Rockstar. Or like, Tech 5 or something. Okay, because, yeah, it gets confusing because Rage wasn't actually built with the Rage Engine. It was... Whatever. Go on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The thing that, that Carmack came out with is going to be the next best thing that he came out with, whatever. I'm sure there's just some dude in Australia who came up with something amazing, and he's probably so autistic or or like Asperger's-ish that he doesn't make a good marketing speech. He just sits there and builds this cool new thing, just like Carmack built this cool new thing, right? And it'll come out. The thing is, now that people the last two decades have been so marketing-ish and, and YouTube is now here and it didn't used to be before, right? Carmack probably would have shown something on YouTube 20 years ago. Yeah. Right? This guy has access to more tools and more hype than other people like Carmack had 20 years ago. So it's, for all I know, yeah, it'll be something amazing. But I, like I said, I guarantee they're, Not exaggerating, amazing. they're exaggerating the amazingness of it right now and it'll probably take some work, but who knows? It could be the next big thing. But, uh, you know, next big thing is probably a decade from now. Yeah, nothing, I mean, nothing's gonna happen besides right away. all this, I, I want to attack the premise that having infinite amount of detail is even something desirable. Yeah, can can a computer process infinity? Like, does that, I don't no, even know. No, that's not what I'm talking about, dude. But I'm just saying, like, 
Okay, let's not get too like all like existential on okay, everybody. Okay, well, now. no, that's not even existential. I'm just asking whether computer program can understand what infinity is or not. That's pretty existential. Okay, well, I'm going to answer that question, Ara, and say yes. Oh, because right now they model things in such high level of detail, they have to bring it down for the purpose of game. Yes, and they mentioned that it, they actually mentioned that in the video, and you didn't even get to that part of the video, so you know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. He, I'm super genius. He, he shows up. He shows this rock, and he says, "I'm going to have to say this rock looks pretty real." And the reason because we scan this rock in. The problem with current video games are when we scan in models, we have to shrink them down and do this and that to actually make them work because they're too high resolution. Now we can scan this in and keep it as the giant massive resolution that it originally was. Yeah. So the question is, how did they do that? And is that part real? Not the, can we build something out of a bunch of atoms or something? But were you going to go down the route of, like, and an art aspect, as in there has to be somebody to build this quote-unquote infinite detail? You can't just well, hit a Well, I mean, that's, that's part of one of the problems, right? Is and, that in an in, in infinitely detailed type of game or environment, regardless of whether it's in the art aspect or in some other aspect, requires an infinite amount of work. Now, see, I don't think... now. I don't think you, I, I don't know if you're you're believing this, but from my perspective, I don't expect to go into a tree and then go zoom into this leaf and then be able to zoom so far into the leaf that you can actually see veins and stuff. Like there has to be a limit, so it's not actually no. infinite, right? So and, not- and also like leaves and things like that. Like depending on what your game is about, it's not. It's this is what I'm getting at is that this is not one of the biggest problems of video game development and it's not one of the things that's going to make video games really any better regardless of even whether it's as good as they say it is or isn't no certainly not but there is there is a value to having the ability to process infinite detail because you won't ever use that infinite level but over time we're given tools to make better and better things so like today someone can break out maya or whatever it is they use these days max maya yeah aren't they the same thing now no, they're owned by the same company, Autodesk, but they're they're still two separate programs. Okay, whatever. You can take those things and you could make something that has way more polygons than it needs, right? Or you can make something that does require a lot of polygons that and and doesn't take as long to build as it would have ten years ago, right? Just because we have tools that make it way easier. Yeah, but the um, irony of all that is that things are taking longer and longer to build. They're actually not getting faster. To build. Let's, let's, let's move on to that. I want to, yeah. I want to get to that. A, specifically, a car, a car since in you... Gran Turismo takes three man months to build. See, it's like, ridiculous. L- let's move a little bit towards that. If you want to like our assets and all this stuff, like people have to generate the stuff in as a video game developer, uh, as a guy who works in the video game industry, like, is it not just like crazy amounts of work? Like you were just saying five months to make a single car. Three. Three months Three to make months. a single car, like that's just crazy. Because there has to be a guy who like models the car or scans the car in and shrinks it down. A guy who like no, just textures yeah. the car. Yeah. A guy who is going to sit underneath the car and record it, record the audio of the car to apply it to the car so it can make the right engine noises. Like that's insane. Yeah, that's not the insane part. But the point is that you know it takes time to make things. Yeah, and games. The more detail, it's going to take more time because, like, a game 10 years ago, they're not going to record the actual car sounds. Yeah, now okay. They you're, are. you're just saying exactly what I just yeah. said. Okay. Awkward. Okay, good times. I think there's value to being able to process that because you won't use it now. 
but you will use more and more as time goes by to the point that we might consider what they do in 10 years to be the level of infinite detail that we we imagine right now. And then, you know, down the road, they'll do even more. And who knows? The Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix. But um, there, there's certainly value to be able, being able to do that. And whether or not we use it now is irrelevant. Um, but, I mean, further to your point is that graphics don't make the game. And so this is obviously just a graphics technology. And okay, Can I run this on my iPhone? Absolutely, because it's got infinite power, which means you could run it on a Casio. <laughs> right? Totally. <laughs> All right, so we, uh, we only have another like minute and a half left in this segment, but I want to move on to something else just because I am starting to get bored with it. Any, anybody else? Like, do you want to? I think I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I was there about uh, 15 minutes ago. All right, good times. Now, this, we, this has been going on for 15 minutes? Something like that. Where? Mm-hmm. Pretty close. Right, right in and tell us where we're at in the actual show. No. All right. Right now. Um, <clears throat> where where are we going next? You had something you want to talk about iOS stuff. Do you want do you want to jump into it? The next topic, the next segment. I'm just asking. Or? I'm, trying, I'm wondering yes. where we want to get. You, do you have something better than this? Can you trump well, crappy iOS games? You know what? <laughs> you know what? There's uh there was an arcade show recently in Japan, and okay. this is one of the you know the regular shows they do right. And um, the TGS? Is that what you're no, talking? no. TGS is not an arcade show. There's a there's oh, a show yeah. just for arcade yeah, games. Like I thought TGS happened much later in Japan. Yes, and it does. And um, one of the, one of the most interesting things I saw was um, it was actually not a video game, and it was called Speed of Light. The name alone sounds awesome. And, I don't know a single thing about it. Thumbs and this is incredible, name. right? Imagine imagine a six foot tall, option um, of sorts, that's got uh, basically um, it's like it's like whack a mole of the future. Okay, Wait, that's probably what? the best way to describe it. So it's a two-player game. So you play against somebody, and it's got a big number for score up on top. And basically, um, in front of each player, there's an array of fifteen buttons that are arranged in like what? three horizontally and five by five vertically, right? And so these buttons light up, and you got to hit them. And the faster you, you get a point for each one you hit, right? This sounds to me like Pair Pair Paradise. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, gonna it's, say. Not a, it's not a rhythm game. All right. Okay? It's hold, not, hold that thought what and tell me what it is. Infinite, about, infinite amount of buttons. I want to know what it is when we get back. We're going to break with bread. Speed of Light that was at the arcade show, but it's not an arcade game, but it does give you points. Well, it's an arcade game, but it's not a video game, right? There's no actual screen. It's just this it's just this array of lights that are actually buttons. Okay. Wait, where are these lights us? coming from if there's no screen? Just off of the buttons? Just lights. Yes. The button is the light. I know I know it can be hard to imagine yes. the button being a light. But, uh, so are, are you actually are you pressing a button or simply waving your hand in space? No, you push it. 
Okay. You push it down. I mean, they're big. They're big, beefy buttons. Okay. And, you know, about that big. So everyone who's listening can tell yep. exactly. That's, bigger, bigger that's than really fist. big. Yes. And, okay. and, and I, I just made that up. But that's the way it looks like from pictures because I wasn't actually there, obviously. Okay. Um, I, I just think that's it's incredible. But what's the idea that it just makes you press buttons very quickly? Yes. Well, you don't know which one's going to light up next. Yeah. And many well, you said it was like whack-a-mole. So it's, so is That's it literally like whack-a-mole? Oh, wow. There's no moles. It's not, you know, you don't have, you use your hands. You don't have a mallet or anything. But this is, this is whack-a-mole from the 21st century, and I think it works quite well. I like that. I'm, I would, I mean, you, uh, I didn't see a picture of it, but you described it as um, three columns of buttons. Is that right? And so they're just set up vertically? Yeah. So there's like three columns of like five buttons and they're all like equally spaced. And they're kind of like curved. Right? I was going to say I would want them more ergonomic so I can access them. No, it's it's ergonomic. It's so ergonomic. It's like it's like if it's like I hate this analogy, but it's like the Microsoft natural keyboard kind of curve to it. Like, okay, so, so they're, they're sort of like, so they're all around you. It they're, displays out like wings. Yes, it's filling the space in front of you, right? So you have to reach high, you have to reach low. I have always prided myself on an ability to play whack a mole, basically play something that requires this. Fast, this is something actually. Oh, I would I, love this. Yes, I, I think you would especially appreciate. Are you going to buy one and put it in your house? No, but I would totally go to Golfland since they might have one. I haven't yeah. been to well, golf. Since it's yet. at the Japanese arcade show, that means that uh, maybe in five years we might see one in this country. At Golfland? No, I mean you could you could probably see it in six months or a year. If I mean if it actually comes out in arcade. If you order yeah, one, I'll uh, I'll bet you some lunch on that one. This game without a screen will probably never be imported. I'll give you that much. Yeah. But um, was it a redemption game or just? Just in our shooting um, out tickets. I, it's, that's a good question. Don't know. Could be a redemption. It's 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 like it's a one on one thing, right? Because it's it accommodates two players. Oh, really? So you try to get a better score than the guy next to you. Oh, yes. I like that. Yes. Okay. So this this gives me some faith in the arcade industry. You know, somebody was thinking with this one. I c- I got the feeling that you thought this was lame. No, no. I think it's incredible. Why Why would I bother spending so much time explaining how it works? <laughs> I don't know. You know, what's interesting is, um, so I got all into DDR when it came out, right? And I realized eh, this is a great game. It makes you move your feet real fast and, and be, people can become adept at that particular sort of motion. And then sometime while DDR was still the hot thing, right, in its first few years of life, I saw that uh, someone had developed some sort of personal training device for those in the NFL to have them move their feet very quickly. Yeah. And I couldn't help but think, this is essentially DDR without all the fun of DDR, right? Because it, all it yeah. was was a screen that gave, told you to um, press a certain button on the ground, right? Uh-huh. Or, or step in a certain position, which is somehow actuated and the machine recognizes it, right? Um, and it wasn't up, down, left, right, right? Maybe there were 10 different buttons on the ground, but you just have to move from here to there to, you know, wherever, like track and presumably randomly or maybe with some sort of predetermined sequence. I don't know. But, of course, I'm sure that to build this thing or to sell this thing, there were tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for this thing because it trained the NFL. Um, but I just thought, you could just get a DDR machine and have these dudes play DDR, and I'm pretty sure it would do exactly the same thing, right? Um, and 
maybe this would be a good game for boxers. I, that's not really where I was going with this, Possibly. but boxers. Well, it seems it seems actually highly reminiscent of um, Punch Mania, if you remember that one. Ah, uh, I love that one. Where in you're, there's there's less buttons and you are actually punching the buttons, but it's it's almost the same sort of thing. Dude, you ha- you've seen the controller I I tried to build while I was going to school Indeed. at UAT, which was essentially Punch Mania. Indeed, remember that? I still yes. have that man. Wait, you made a game called Punch how, Mania? How could I forget? No, I built the controller. I modified a, a PlayStation controller to have six, like, punching buttons. Um, so, like, vinyl padded you, buttons. You would punch with your actual fist? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the idea is you would mount this to the wall and you'd put a screen in the center of this, or in between these two rows or two columns of three padded buttons, and you would punch them and, and it was built so it activated the whatever button on the PlayStation controller. And then you could build software for the computer that would, you know... Make you punch buttons. Interesting. Did you yeah. patent this? No, I mean it's. I was just copying what Punch Mania. Oh, okay. Was, so, yeah, oh, I thought you were. Little, I thought you were making a joke. There's a real. There's a real game called Punch Mania. Yeah, yes. absolutely. I thought you were just saying instead of like Beat Mania, you're just saying no, Punch he, Mania. No, there was actually a game called Punch Mania where it was. How it many was, Mania um, games are there? There's a lot, there's of, a lot of Mania. But games. it's it's basically uh, some super cheesy cartoonish fighting game where you're fighting against one person punch out style sort of where like you don't see There's your own character you just see the guy in front of you and what happens is on the screen along the left side and the right side you know it'll light up on the top when you have to hit the top left button or the or the middle of the left side to hit the left middle button um basically telling you where to punch and when very much like dances revolution but with your fists uh and then it'll be like all right like punch mania and you just have to punch from left to right alternating really really fast like 60 punches within a certain amount of time and so you're just standing there left right left right left right left right real fast it's basically a fist of the north star simulator yeah. you're into art that's, you know what that yeah. is right okay. yep at, at least <laughs> all right so it's that and unfortunately i've only seen it like once and games that have you punch them tend to break a lot um you don't say yeah <laughs> So, like, I don't know if you recall, did you know that the original Street Fighter game used only one punch and one kick button, but it was pneumatic? So it had three different levels of strength for the each button. Oh, that sounds yes. a little weird. Yeah. So In you, today's perspective. You know what Street Fighter 2 is? Well, the original Street Fighter was that way, and then they changed it to digital buttons, uh, three sets of punches and three kicks, because the first one would break all the time. And then there's, like, <laughs> there's that game with the little punching bag that comes down. Or no, there was the one years ago, Sonic Blastman. Sonic Blastman. That exactly you know, you would run from like twenty feet away at the machine, punch it, and it would always be broken when you go to the arcade. <laughs> always, it was, it was did, always the one. How did they get that a, people would get a running start on? How would they? Why would they ca- call it Sonic Blastman? That's Man? the name of the like, character. How would they get away with that? That's the name of the character. What do you mean get away with it? Sonic Blast? The, the word Man. Sonic is not copyrighted. But there's a game called Sonic Blast as well. Sonic Blastman. The word Sonic is not owned by Sonic the Hedgehog. So if I called my character Mega Man Man. Um, you can, I guess, do that. Pikachu sure. Man. Why not? I don't. Mario what, Man? What game is called Sonic Blast? <laughs> Sonic Blast. Well, there's, there's Sonic 3D Blast. Actually. Well, there's also so- there's one just called Sonic Blast for the Sega Genesis because it wasn't the same exact no, game that as. that was Sonic 3D Blast. Then the Game Gear one I thought was, it was called Sonic, Sonic Blast, Blast 3D. No, it was. So- but Sonic Blast Man, I'm pretty 3D. sure, predates that. Just take my word for it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
what's weird is you're right. People would do a running start of that. And the one time I played that game, the one time it was ever working, it had a long bungee cord attached to it. So it, it sort of it gave <laughs> yes. you the idea that you should be running away. And I don't understand. And then running forward at it, you know? Well, okay. If there's a bungee cord, that's a whole different thing, right? <laughs> but I never, I never even – like this has got to be like a Mythbusters thing because I never even bought that like running at it would help you. Are you – of course it would. No, not at all. I figure that, like, if you're running at it, right, like, it takes so much more coordination to do a wind-up while you're running that I never even believe that you could actually hit it harder while running. Well, what about I mean, stepping forward, the question of whether or not you have your coordination together is one thing. You might miss the pad. But if you hit the pad, I think, especially for a kid, um, running is going to give you a huge advantage to standing still when you also don't have a lot like of running. power in your arms uh, right yeah, but know. a kid can run fast and that adds all sorts of mass or, or or velocity i should say um anyway yeah so sonic blast man was one of those games of the punching but now there's one that actually tends to be working at these places which is just um a traditional punching bag not not those big ones the, the what do they call it speed bag speed bag yeah, yeah. but uh, it's not really a speed bag because you just hit it once but yeah, I mean it's shaped like a speed bag. It is the bag itself attached to a machine, and I don't know how the sensor works for knowing how hard you hit it. But uh, that seems, at least at Golfland, to be working. Those yeah, when I go. Those things got to be a scam because I'll I'll like hit it, and I'll be like, yeah, man, this was a good one. This is really hard hit, and it'll be like twenty five, and then I'll hit it, and I'm like, I didn't hit it that hard, and it'd be like three hundred, and I'll be like, what's going on here? Yeah, well, I can't speak to the sensors, but I think I think actually I wouldn't be surprised if it was rigged, because I actually learned this last week. You, you all may have seen these crane games here and there. I've seen many a crane game in in places like Las Vegas and Denny's. <laughs> did you <laughs> the only place? Did you know this was this was a complete shocker to me? Did you know that some of these devices are configured to actually vary? The strength, yeah. grip strength of the uh -huh. crane itself from trial to trial. I thought that was no. Yes. I thought everybody that knew that. Yes. Is pure evil, Wait, isn't you, it? You didn't yes. know that. It'll, in fact, some of them are programmed according to basically how many prizes are dispensed. So the game will get easier and get ready to dispense a prize when it hasn't dispensed one in a while. And if it's dispensing too many, then it basically makes. Makes the grip bad so that it won't dispense any more prizes. Wow. Yeah. That, isn't, isn't that a revelation? I would think that that would be a lawsuit. Yeah. Fuck infinite graphics, man. <laughs> infinite claw game. No, that that seems – that's genuinely evil. It is. It's very insidious. And so it's it's been recommended that if you indeed want to uh, win the giant um, stuffed animal that's like 10 feet tall or whatever – you. Break that, the machine and steal it. That, well, besides that, that you actually case the machine and like watch people play and watch a lot of people play. And you'll probably notice a pattern of how frequently and how regularly some out of it. Dude, I, I do have to tell you a story. We only have a few seconds left, so this will cap off the segment. But I was at, uh, I was at a restaurant somewhere here in Phoenix, one, one of these burger joints that's popping up everywhere that is some new best burger ever place. And they had a claw game. And there was this woman you know appeared to be we'll say 30 or something i don't know i think she had a kid and she was playing this this claw game like incessantly and it was she was getting really angry when she didn't get it or it would pick up you know and then drop halfway through yes. she was really yeah. angry and she left like 
listen. Like that doesn't happen ninety percent. No, of but the here's time. the thing: you get angry, you miss whatever. But this lady was was getting the attention of my the attention of myself and my friends for like how crazy she was about not winning this game. To give you an idea for just how much she cared about not getting this twenty five cent prize. You know what? It was probably because it was changing the grip, and she didn't understand. Maybe. It. But what was awesome is immediately afterwards, <laughs> the very next person to play was some like twelve year old kid. With, you know, the $1 his mom was giving him uh, to play this game, and he won. <laughs> and I was just like, serves it to you, old lady. Or young lady. 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, she's You're younger than me. older than um, that. I don't you know said- if she was younger than me, but uh, I thought it was hilarious. No, she didn't get to witness her herself. At least I, the way I remember the story, she was not there anymore. Change the story. But I sat there with my friends it. and I just going, ha, 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 loser. And anyway, that was a fun night for us to watch that lady not get it and then and, we'll try it again. And now you know the other side. Yeah. Alright, we're going to break World we'll Rock. This is Billy D. Williams from Command and Conquer 3, and you're listening to the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. And we're back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. We are absolutely back. You know what else is back? Commercial for UAT, the University of Advancing Technology, whose website is uat.edu. Go check it, check it, check it out. Just, just check it out. All yeah. right, so I've I got something good for us. Something totally uh, new. Totally new. Fresh, even has nothing to do with anything Infinite or even a Crane game. No Pokemon. And did that Crane game fact anything to do? With can we Pokemon. find out what companies do that? Like, can we get a Maybe. list of that so I can avoid the Crane games made by those companies? <laughs> Wait, you still want to play that would Crane be a games? Good thing to investigate. Well, now uh, what I want to do is play the Crane games specifically, ma- not that screw you. So I can. How play do you those. know that all of them don't do that? I want to hear this this topic that this is Ara, great. This is great. Oh, the this topic, topic that, that we're going to talk about that isn't the crane. It game sounds. Topic? It actually sounds really cool. Yeah, I want. I want to jump into it. Do you? Yes. How much? How how much do you would you like to jump into this topic? I, w- I give it six out of six. Six Pikachu. out of six. Okay. <laughs> give it six out of five stars. Okay. Okay. Well, that's an excellent <laughs> suggestion, TJ. Why don't we jump right into this topic without delay? Pokemon Yellow. So now, um, okay, so. There's been um, there's been something in the press, getting a lot of press lately. Um, the past around the past week, um, there's uh, there's this writer who works at uh, Bioware, right? And it's this is kind of funny because it's uh, there was an interview that she did uh, oh, way good. back when. In I, was gonna, I was gonna say I hope I hope it's not funny about the guy dying. No, not about anybody dying. That's um, he's from Bethesda. Okay, silence. Bioware. Was it silence. a Bioware? I think it's Bethesda. I thought it was Bioware. Okay. I'm setting it up here, guys. Okay. All right. So her name is Jennifer Hepler, right? Um, There was an interview that was conducted like way back in 2006. And she said a couple things that didn't sit well with some people. And um, namely the, um, you know, angry um, internet mob of people who get – Angry for no reason. That are never happy. And um, basically somebody produced like one of those like I guess 4chan style meme 
graphics that basically um, quoted something from this interview and then put a, put the words cancer, infection, blight, vermin, disease, sewage, plague, waste. What? On this image as a characterization of her, right? What? Now, this has been getting a lot of press now because for some reason or another, there's a lot of Twittering that's happening about it. And this is something that happened years ago? Tweet blast. It happened in 2006, but now there's Twittering happening about it. Whoa. Right? And... Hold on. Still set up. But in terms of Twitter, that is literally before the world began. Yeah. Right? That is no, before. The Twitters are now. That's the what interview I'm was in 2006. Exactly. It was before Twitter even started. So yes. she was so before, like, even. So, okay. like, Mass Effect. I can't it. imagine people would be talking Dude, about something Mass that Effect old. Yeah, didn't so, exist so back something, then. Like, before Christ. Yeah, so something. Pre Mass Effect. Okay. For some reason, it's being Twittered. Okay. And basically. You know, I'm not going to get into the Twitters, right? There's been even there's, you know, all the blogs are talking about it, right? And basically, what it amounts to is that you know a lot of people were angry about certain opinions she voiced, and they chose to express this anger, um, you know, not in an intelligent way, but in a very flailing and unintelligent and adolescent way. And this is kind of like one of those things where I think that, you know. There. People are mistaking being really, really stupid for being hateful, and it's sometimes hard to tell the difference between the two. So can we discuss the details but here? What yeah, is it that I'm, they're reacting to? Yes. They're, well, they're reacting. Bring... I'm going to read you guys the part of the interview um, because you know she, she's gotten a lot of flack for this, and admittedly, like it's, she doesn't deserve it, right? It's even gone so far as for the, the, one of the co-founders of BioWare to like release a statement about like the company's support for her. So the long and the short of this is that I don't want us to talk about what everybody else is talking about, which is how unfair it was for her to get all, all of this vitriol directed at her, which that's true, but that's not interesting. What I'd like us to do is I'm going to read part of this interview to you guys and to you listeners. And I'd like us to talk about the content of what she said and what that means to you guys. And without further ado, here's the big controversial question and answer. So the question goes, if you could tell developers of games to make sure to put one thing in games to appeal to a broader audience, which includes women, what would that one thing be? Okay, and this is her answer. A fast-forward button. Games almost always include a way to, quote, button through dialogue without paying attention because they understand that some players don't enjoy listening to dialogue and they don't want to stop their fun. Yet they persist in practically coming into your living room and forcing you to play through the combats even if you're a player who only enjoys the dialogue. In a game with sufficient story to be interesting without the fighting, there is no reason on earth that you can't have a little button at the corner of the screen that you can click to skip to the end of the fighting. Companies have a lot of objections, such as how to calculate loot and experience points for a player who doesn't actually play the combats, but these could be easily addressed by simply figuring out an average or minimum amount of experience for every fight and awarding that. The biggest objection is usually that skipping the fight scenes would make the game so much shorter, but to me... That's the biggest perk. If you're a woman, especially a mother, 
with dinner to prepare, kids' homework to help with, and a lot of other demands on your time. You don't need a game to be 100 hours long to hold your interest, especially if those 100 hours are primarily doing things you don't enjoy. A fast-forward button would give all players, not just women, the same options that we have with books or DVDs to skim past the parts we don't like and savor the ones we do. Over and over, women complain that they don't like violence or they don't enjoy difficult and vertigo-inducing gameplay, yet this simple feature hasn't been tried on any game that I know of. Granted, many games would have very little left if you removed the combat, but for a game like Deus Ex or Bioware's RPGs, you could take out every shred of combat and still have an entertainment experience that rivals anything you'd see in the theater or on TV. I'm going to go ahead and agree with her. I think that's a really interesting concept that you can skip through text. So why not skip through the actual gameplay of it and go back to the text if you're that interested in it? Really? I think that's what you think. I think it's a really cool concept. That's really cool. Do you, does Alon think it's really cool? Well, I mean, it's a question of tastes. I personally am not interested in that, but. I have no problem with her voicing that opinion. I can see how some people would want it. I don't. Right, I don't think that those people uh, should look to video games for their entertainment. They should go somewhere else. I want to. I want to actually use that feature. I just think it's a really cool feature, and Nintendo actually has that feature in their video games now, where it plays for you. That's basically what she described, which they implemented recently. Well, sort of. Uh, it plays for you, but it plays at normal speed, so technically it's not fast-forward. Well, you know, I, I would never use it because I want to play the gameplay. Yeah. One, one, would, one would question the point of having gameplay in a game if you were permitted to skip past it. Then I could say the same thing with text. Why have text in a game if you can just hit the button and skip past it all? Because it's not the essential component of a game. But isn't a game actually like the amalgamation of all former media, including video, text, interactive? And I, and I would argue not, in not the uniquely. games, in the specific subset of games that she was referring to, and by which I mean games that are entertaining enough based on the storyline, uh, the text is vital. Yes. In fact, it is the game. I would also, furthermore, argue that all RPGs are this way, all mm-hmm. turn-based RPGs anyway, um, because turn-based game is is actually boring. It is actually monotonous. And I actually, I play turn-based RPGs. I enjoy it, but even though I enjoy it, I still think it's a little monotonous. Yeah, but you're there for the story. Yes. So if you're there for the story, why not have the option to take out the the gameplay parts of it, right? I, I, you would still have to, like, in my opinion, still have to walk between you know, towns and talk to the right people instead of just having it do the movements for you. I'm sure that's not what she's implying where you just don't do anything but press the button to watch it happen. But the parts that have no relevance to the game itself uh, or the story itself, like whether or not you win this battle because the story only progresses when you finally win, um, I could see that you could take that out completely and it, it would not affect that that user the person who cares only about the story um and i would actually use an, an analog to something that that i experienced or i was just telling someone about this weekend i was saying like you know hey hey have you ever played act razor act razor this game it like had this this interesting premise where you would play a level action-based platformer stuff and you beat some guy at the end with a pattern you know sequence where you just have to figure out his pattern and beat the bad guy and then you would go into a completely different yeah, city building game Sim. completely different and yep. then you would go back to the levels where you're action platforming 
Um, so weird. And then they come out with a sequel, and they're like, we are going to give people what they liked. And we know that Alon loved city building so much that we're going to get rid of it and have <laughs> it only be action platforming Well, game. not only that, but the, the action platforming was garbage in the second one, too. Yeah. So they actually took out people, I, I, I'm guessing, that the market feedback was such that people didn't want the city building. <laughs> well, who, who knows? I mean, that was, interestingly enough, that was a game made during a time when the marketing feedback forces were not so strong and it could have been that change could have been made for any reason they could have just been like yeah that kind of sucked let's let's not do that anymore well the point my point is in the sequel what they did was they took out the elements that they decided i didn't want to play and they left in the elements they wanted they They gave a very quick skip past this part option by 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 giving me no ability to play it okay Okay. it just it just dawned on me my favorite video game of all time Earthbound was for the uh, the Super Nintendo, and it came out in 1995, and it was a turn-based RPG. You could select autoplay in every single battle once you went into like the RPG battle mode. It would play for you, so you could basically skip through it, but not. It would be real time. It wouldn't fast. Yeah, that's through that's it. actually a lot of a lot of RPGs have it. So basically, it's like what you described. So it's... you you could skip. You could. Basically, well, skip the battles and get it's, back it's to the story. It's not really that. Like usually, what those I haven't actually seen that particular implementation. Mm-hmm. But usually, the point of that is that there's there's just an auto mode for the uh, for your characters to use, like basically like a it, like their own set of commands during battles that don't require any kind of um, important decisions. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. And that. Is our new sound effect signifying the end of our program? So, thank you very much for listening. Uh, did Did you want to give an opinion on that last bit? Yeah, actually, we ran out of time. I actually did. No, no. This is I, this, this is the interesting thing I think about this, which is that whenever you have a product that involves two very very disparate types of activities, you are going to get invariably people who hate doing one and people who hate doing the other. And that is a very risky thing to do in a game. Yeah, really. I would would not do that. And I would not want to make a product that allows the players to choose what to skip. I think that that is incredibly weak, particularly artistically. Yeah, well, game design, you would just say, no, you just... You, lady, who don't like this part, are just not going to play this game. And right. I'm with you there. Right. But at the same time, I And, and honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm a little incensed at the fact that she characterizes women as liking a certain she thing. She did kind of emphasize that. And I think that's maybe where people well, kind of threw a fit about. I hate when people get all... I mean, I think women, just like men, can decide for themselves what they like. I don't think it's fair to decide that they, they don't like action... And yeah, only guys like I. Does she I, I don't still think work she was for Bioware? It's this. It's yeah, this she does. Little, I don't she think does. she was how, really. How trying did this to... thing come back up? Like, what, you never got to that. Like, why was it? He said it was the, the power of 4chan and Twitter. So dumb. We don't actually know if 4chan was involved. All right, everybody. We were. It's the internet. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We will be back next week. Don't forget to go to chatterboxgameshow.com. Send us your suggestions for things to talk about. Email Ara and I, and we will read it. Bye bye. Good night, guys. Earthbound.
You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.